the It's Concerning podcast is an adults-only program. The topics of discussion may be offensive to some audiences. Please listen at your own discretion. Thank you. I think you nailed that perfectly. Coming at you from the Astrodome. Are we in the Astrodome? Well, as long as it's not involving Astrolube. Uh, yeah. Fine. Oh my god, I finally learned what Astrolube is. I get it now. Astrolube, you know? <laughs> I actually didn't know what it was. I was just thinking Astro the dog. Well, it's... Ooh, no, I was going to say kind of, but never put Astro Lube and Astro the dog in the same thing. That's one of those Japanese hentai videos. Oh my god, yes. No! Welcome to the podcast. Do not Astro Lube Astro. <laughs> Ruh -roh. Hey, that was, that was Scooby. I know. He was very Scooby-esque because uh, Hanna-Barbera just like ripping off things, if I remember correctly. I don't know who Hanna-Barbera is, but mm. welcome to the It's Concerning Podcast, everyone. I'm your host, Shmi Zali, and this is my co-host. And future husband, Christopher. Or Chris. Yeah. Or Hey You Ball Guy. Or Steve. Steve. <laughs> For the longest time. Steve. I thought your name was, no, I thought the longest time your name was James. James. That's right. I got called Steve for a long time. That's right. They called you Steve, but I honestly got thought your name was James. I think he even called you James a couple times before we actually knew who, <laughs> before we knew each other. Like when you still had a crush on me. Oh, are we going to start this on the podcast already? You're going to lie to the people? I'm not lying. You were obsessed with me since March. Kick off barbecue. You told me yourself. <laughs> no. And then you're like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> you make it sound like I was opening up a notebook and. You know, writing, you know, Chris plus Shamiza forever on it with a big heart around it. Fuck that. No, you didn't. You used to do it on the clipboard that you used to use when you were at work. <laughs> First of all. You're not a notebook journal kind of guy. You're actually right. I am terrible at writing things down. That's why everything that I do write that is of any use to the world, I actually have to say. And then I go, oh, that sounded cool. Let me write that down. Although I did score last week with my email to our parting coworker. Yes. Uh, yes. I was about to say rest in peace, but wait, <laughs> rest in he peace. didn't die. He just, he just left. He got smart. <laughs> that doesn't mean he's dead. He got smart and, and he gave his ball the tug and he peaced out yeah well hey what he does in the privacy of his own home is his own business i love it he's so sweet <laughs> the whole steve thing always made me laugh because it happened so naturally i was standing at work and there was a delivery guy that came pulled up and he, nobody was helping him and then he started yelling out the name steve now i knew 100 there was nobody named steve in the company there, there wasn't a steve there wasn't a steven there wasn't a stefan or gal <laughs> You say Urkel. Stefan Urkel. That was Steve Urkel's sexy replacement. Oh, that's right. That was his like alter ego when yes. he like took off his glasses and became cool. And then the girl finally liked him. What was her name again? Nisi? No, that's wrong. <laughs> no, Nisi is actually the name. She's from of... Alicia. I know. Actually, there is a Nishi that uh, Nishi. 
Nisi. Nisi. I was listening to a podcast that were talking about Nietzsche. I just kind of got in between the two of them. Oh, I know what podcast you were listening to and <laughs> about Nietzsche. Yes. There's actually an actress named that, or at least that's her stage name. She was one of the actors. A porn star. No. Formerly from the TV show Reno 911. She was one of the very interesting Reno sheriffs. Is Reno 911 the one that like that clip went famous where she's like, she makes him do like a drunk test. What are they called? Yes. Drink Yes, test? sobriety test. Sobriety test. And they're doing like the step ball change, step ball change, that one, right? Yes. And then he was like, no, if you do this, it's better. And then she's like, you got, she's like, oh, no, not at all. I'm drunk as shit. And he goes, ah, I gotcha. That one, right? Yes. The name of that particular officer, her name was Nietzsche. Deputy. There is actually one of the women on there. Her name is Nisi. Deputy Funbuckle. Nisi Nash. The person who played the. Uh, Nash's daughter. No, no. Nisi Nash would be very difficult to kind of mistake for Steve Nash's daughter, unless Steve Nash is <laughs> very black. Hey, you don't know. He could adopt. Steve Nash is white, right? Yes. Yes, he is. Which one was Steve Nash again? Did he have long hair? Uh, he shaved head. Uh, I, I don't remember. Steve Nash was Captain Insano in Waterboy, right? Who? Remember in the movie The Waterboy, right? Like, classic movie. Beautifully done. Um, I think you're in a different Steve Nash. Because I'm thinking of Steve Nash, the basketball player who owned all of the gyms. Oh, no, no. Not that skinny white guy. Steve Nash, the rustler. No, no, no. His name was not Steve Nash. What was it? Captain Nash? I believe... It's not Captain Nash. By the way, the character's name was Deputy Renisha William. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. There you go. I just wanted to circle back to that because I was like, I can't remember his name either. But yes, Kevin Nash yeah, he's is a long, luscious one of the, the wolf pack. Yeah, he was kind of hot. I got to say, I was into that. Which, you know what, you know what that means? Because he was almost seven feet tall. You know what that means. He doesn't like colored people. I'm just kidding. No, he... He hung around with a lot of people who weren't white. So I've got to say, somebody said Steve Nash said something terrible. When they said the Hulk Hogan dropped an N-bomb, I went, that sounds about right. I can see Hulk Like Hogan Steve Nash, or uh, Steve Nash. Kevin Nash. <laughs> I mean, Kevin Nash? No. Okay, no. Who was Captain Insano? Because he was arrested. The Captain Insano. I'm like looking it all up right now. Yeah. Paul White. Waterboy. Hey, Waterboy. Hey, there, Waterboy. Paul White, yeah. Yeah, that's... Who is this guy? It has been so long since I've seen wrestling. He's... What was um, his name? He was the big dude. The giant? His name was Giant? The um, Giant? Uh, no. That's, big that's Show! Big Show! It Thank you. Big Show! Okay, I really liked Big Show. Yes, it was oh, Big Captain Show. Captain Insano. To all my young people who listen to this, I'm not going to go into the Gen Z rant again, but to my young people who listen <laughs> to this, if you guys haven't seen The Waterboy, just put all your fucking bullshit aside and all the, oh my god, this is so offensive aside, and just watch the damn movie. It is a fucking <laughs> masterpiece. One of the best movies Adam Sandler has ever done, hands down. We all have those movies. The Waterboy is definitely one oh of your god, favorite Oh my god, I movies. could say lines from The Waterboy. Waterboy, Forrest Gump. Um, yeah. What else do I quote all the time? Actually, those two movies right there. And I can watch Sleepless in Seattle every day, day in and day out. No yes. problem. Never get tired of it. Love that movie. Because of that movie, I've been obsessed with living in a waterhouse houseboat. Waterhouse houseboat? A house that's on the water. So you've been dreaming of living in a water boy. Yeah. I love water. Have you figured it out? <laughs> yes, you do. 
a lot of your favorite things exist in yeah, the Yeah, orcas. You love orcas. You love orcas more than you love me. Fuck yeah, I do, because you can always come back. But if I have opportunity to have an orca, those don't come around all the time. Yeah. I'm going to take it, and then I'll come back yep. to you later on. But the orca, <laughs> got to get that right away. Got to get in early when it's still low, you know? It's like the stock market. <laughs> like the stock market. Invest in... in hey, man, have you... S- seen this new cryptocurrency called orca it is Fuck that. you know what all these fucking i was gonna say, I was gonna say a word in hindi i was gonna say japanese which means you fucking oh. basically is stupid yeah but like in hindi it just fucking like stupid. It, it's like it just sounds worse so i was like all these fuckers can start different types of currencies like cryptocurrencies i'm gonna start my own and i'm gonna call it orsinus orsinus which is a scientific name for or if there is already an Orsonist cryptocurrency, email us at itsconcerningpodcast at gmail.com and let me know and I'm going to invest my entire life into it. Let's not. Let's not. Please. Please don't. My life, not yours. Please don't. But it's orcas. Orcas never fail us. Orcas will never fail you. Cryptocurrency will. You've seen your investment portfolio lately, haven't you? Oh, yeah. It's garbage right now. <laughs> yes. And investing in more randomly created things because it has a whale on it is only going to make that problem fucking worse oh is that wrong that's not how you're su- is that not how you're supposed to invest no that's not how you invest. Yeah, so you mean it's like that time where i bought indigo stocks because i like chapters and then watched it fucking plummet and then i just got rid of it it just got worse and i'm like oh thank god <laughs> If you invested in indigo because you're like, oh my god, I love that color, then I, no, I didn't that's say, the I same did, thing. I don't fucking care for the color indigo. Yeah. I like those chapters. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I'm saying that's fine. There's a lot of people who invested in GameStop because people were like, oh man, we're going we're gonna to bet against it and we're going to crush it and we're going to get it bankrupted. And people went, nah, dog, we like it. How do I get on that email string? You would have to join the Reddit community where it's where that's posted. And unfortunately, I don't know how to use Reddit. Reddit isn't that terribly difficult. I'm scared of Reddit, though. Reddit has a lot of stories that someone like me shouldn't read because I'm scared of anything that moves. Everything that moves. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. That's what I said. No, you said anything. I've just said ev- I just encompassed everything because anything could be anything. Everything is literally everything. Yeah. Well, my own hand scared me one time when I was driving. So, <laughs> do you remember that day when I thought there was a raptor next to my face, but it was just my nails were really long, <laughs> yeah. and I just saw it from the corner of my eye, and I was like, <gasps> and I was like, raptor. And I don't know why my first instinct was there was a dinosaur next to me, but that's how it's I. The felt. thing that's been extinct for millions of years. Um, have you not seen Jurassic World? It's literally in the theaters right now, talking about how they've ruined the world. Yes, and there's a lot more things that they can ruin the world with that is actually in existence. I don't know anybody who, I don't know anybody who just happens to have an island full of dinosaurs just kicking around. That's because we don't know those kind of people yet. But one day, one day, we're gonna rub shoulders with people who play God. It's gonna be mm. me. <laughs> Mm, well, you, I left you, you have that. Yeah, it's just <laughs> your desire to, uh, you know, hang out with people who will play God isn't kind of, kind of, kind of worried me there for a second. I just want to have friends in high places. That's all. Uh, I just want to have friends. That's all I'm hoping. What am I? I? I don't want. What about our group? Our entire group of friends was just, just became offended simultaneously. I am not saying that I have no friends. I just want friends. Like they don't have to be in high places. Their success levels do not dictate whether or not I will engage in friendship. Come over to my van. I'll be your friend. <laughs> 
Oh, come on. I have candy and free puppies. <laughs> I've got rockets. Do you want to see them? <laughs> red rocket red rocket anyways <laughs> yeah no i can't even remember what we were talking about this is going to be one of those things where we start a conversation and uh yeah today was the first day that i got to use my bike to go back and forth from where i'm currently staying to where i meet shamiza to go to work and it went well oh, that's good i forgot to tell yeah. you this morning i was traveling down the street and you know how they put in all those curbs between the traffic and the bike lane on my street oh yeah yeah. The Google Maps that I looked at because I wanted to find the flattest route because I don't want to waste. Can you choose that when you're like on Google Maps and you like, yeah. like, I'm riding a bike and they're like, what route do you want to go? Fastest, flattest or? No, it will show you how much variation in the height the path has. Oh, like elevation. And yeah, it shows the elevation. And the cool thing is, is that you can actually, it has like a little graph at the bottom. And if you put your mouse over that graph at the bottom, it will tell you exactly where that point is. So in the path that it showed me this morning to work, I could mm -hmm. say, oh, this is the this is the part that's going to be the hardest because this is the most uphill I'll have to go in that direction. And then when I hovered oh. over top of it, it told me exactly where that elevation was. So I know coming up to it might want to like give the, you know, put the bike in second gear. The Ooh, funny thing was, is as a. As I was making a, a left turn, I was sitting in the turn lane and I got up to the light as it turned red. So I waited and then the light turned and across from me was a bus and the bus driver gave me a little honk and gave me a thumbs, you know, like, hey, you can go first. And I was like, oh, sweet. Thanks, dude. The bus driver was nice well, to me. That's there. very kind of him. Yes. Every once in a while, you get a kind bus driver. Then every once that's in a awesome. while, you get a bus driver where he's playing. He's playing God. Well, he's playing which foot can I push down the hardest. He's loose and hard with the German. Oh, fucking loose and hard with everything. Some of them, they hit the brakes so hard, people slide out of their seats. Like, it's not just like, whoa, yeah. it's like that. I remember those days when I used <laughs> to take transit like a peasant. <laughs> yes, well, with the gas prices, the rest of you guys are coming to join us peasants. Fuck that. I'm going to sell my work. <gasps> no, I'm just kidding. I would never... <laughs> I would ride my Orca to work. You would. That would be the weirdest electric bike. Just my Orca. But it was funny when I was watching the, the Linus Tech Tips video earlier today. They were talking about how they only had limited parking, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll get our we'll get ourselves a bus line." And I went, yeah, "Good luck with that." We've been waiting for a bus line. Yeah, we work in an area with one of the largest companies in the province, and and we still don't have a bus line. Yeah, it's still you still have to walk like five blocks to get to the place. So, <laughs> I mean, the crazy part is it's like two of the largest companies in BC mm -hmm. were on the same street as them, yeah. and we don't have tra good transit coming there. No, because that takes again planning. <sighs> I mean, look how long it. What the city doesn't know how to plan. I mean, charge. <laughs> uh, look how hard it was to get that one turn on the highway near work to not be that suicide. Oh, one. the one that there was an accident once a week and like someone would die every two, yeah, every two months, every couple months. And if you think I'm joking, I'm actually not. There is like so many memorials on that cross street because of how many people have died because they decided to put a through street on a highway. That has no way, there's no stoplights, there's no stop signs. You, the, They pull up on the sides. Clench your butthole and just floor. hit the gas if you want to go through, yeah. And that is one of those early morning rolls with God that you don't want. Because every once in a while, you get a natural one. I remember before like that island was put in, 
yeah before that island was put in i would always slow down and i yeah. would like sit up straight and like i would clench my ass when i went through that because it was so scary and like it's not like i was cutting across the four lanes of highway traffic i was going straight on the highway but you can't trust the people who are cutting across like that was the issue it wasn't the people driving on the highway going too fast in fact a lot of us used to slow down because mm-hmm. we knew what to expect it was the people who were thinking that they were clever enough to cut across four lanes of traffic yeah at highway speeds like that's the part that gets me they were so great at telling where things were and then you'd find like there'd be an accident and there'd be like guys turned upside down in the ditch because they got hit so damn hard oh that's like we'd get in and be like oh did you see the accident but like no it must have happened like just as we went past it because nothing was there when we went through and then you would leave for work eight hours later and like the entire streets closed off like you have to find an alternate route home because there's dead people it was messy it was messy as shit yeah yeah and it took complaining to the city until they finally at least put in something that made people go yeah i'm gonna take a different route coming to a road where well, they don't even have the option to cut across anymore yeah. right like, now uh, we've seen people try and they kind of you know once a couple of those people try you have that, to really finagle your yeah. way to do it yeah it takes some dr- pro driving skills that if these people had they wouldn't be late for work mm-hmm. but yeah so that's why you know when he mentioned his bus route it just made me laugh i love how we went on a tangent about the highway talking about a bus route. yeah i was originally going to tell a story about how i used to get called steve and then we ended up on oh, the highway yeah. well the guy just called me right. steve and well actually he called for a steve and since i knew there was no steve i just went and so he just started calling me steve did he just randomly shout any white person name into the shop yelled out a white person hoping that someone steve was he a brown guy dale he was uh (laughs) jeremy uh all these names and like no one by those names worked for us yep and all of a sudden and you have such a common name too yeah chris chris is one of the eric would have worked yeah the the funniest thing is is that my name is so common i went to a school of less than 100 children in elementary school actually by the time i graduated they decided to get you know go all the way up to the 12th grade but out of a school of probably 90 children four of them were named chris that was it was one of the more common names across the entire school were they like all your cousins one of them was a cousin uh one of them was a cousin one was a guy that i didn't know and uh the other guy i hope is dead i mean um not like he's gonna listen to this podcast i don't care i can hurt him for you no don't i told you not to hurt people life has taken care of a lot of the things that uh happened when i was a kid you know just natural progression Then let me take one for the team and take care of one for life no what have i told you no killing people can't kill people blah 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 yeah i take all the fun out so many fucking you you're such a fun sucker i'm sorry what i don't want to kill anybody i just want to you know, not kill them though. Fun sucker. That's the new character in, in one of those uh, video games of the apocalyptic future that we are currently living in. I feel in. like Fun Sucker should just be the name of Eeyore. <laughs> I love your imitation what? of I love your imitation of Eeyore because it is so spot Pretty on. Spot oh on. shit. Oh man! I mean, it's not you know. I mean, it's and it's so much better than your Lois. Uh... My Lois is amazing, Peter. <laughs> yes, yes, your Lois is amazing, Eeyore. You know the imitation that I do of my buddy's wife. Do that. I can't. You know I can't. You actually did pretty good. 
You just have to. What you gotta do? You just gotta talk <laughs> like you're sad. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, okay, hang on. Wait. You gotta stop making me laugh. You have to stop making me laugh. Otherwise, I won't be able to do it. Okay. Bring it in, Shmisa. What the fuck was that? Stop inhaling. I am- Stop inhaling so wetly, please. <laughs> you bitches want ASMR? There you go. No, no SM- no A or S or L R if it involves that, please. Okay, 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 okay. So, um, what are you guys doing? Hey. Is that the one? Yes. You just, if you can get your voice lower, you've got it. Oh, I can. Okay. But you have to sound super depressed, too. You can't sound like you're happy about anything. Okay, let me just think about my life. Eeyore is literally a stuffed animal of depression. Okay, okay, okay. Hang on. Just let me think about, like, when I was fat in high school. Hang on. Oh, Jesus Christ. This fucking episode got real. Holy shit. Wait, I have to center myself. Let me think about uh, how being overweight in high school was so fucking terrible. Okay. It was. Okay, none of the boys liked me. They just wanted to be my friend to like my skinny friends. Okay. Wow, you had friends in high school? Nice. I was still popular for the fat girl. Everyone needs a token fat friend. That was me. I remember even the priest wouldn't fuck me. I didn't have priests at my school. That's Okay, I'm trying to do this. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I got this. I got this. What are you guys doing? Oh. Oh. A little less nasally, and you are, like, on it. Okay, Christopher, nasal is my voice. I can't help it. Yeah, your voice, your singing voice. I understand. My voice is naturally nasally. I can't change it. I know. I I figured with as um, voluptuous a figure above the waist that you have, that uh, your voice <laughs> would be naturally pulled down by the weight. I know it does affect your back, so I figured. What, you want me to do, like, my phone voice? For the podcast? Uh, I don't know. Like Fans are nice, but I don't need anybody writing in just going, can, can you do the phone voice more often, please? I got told when I first got hired at our job mm-hmm. eight-ish years ago now, over eight years ago now, one of the first comments I got, I got hired on as reception. I am no longer reception, but I was hired on as reception. One of the first comments I got by one of the older male employees, and it was nothing wrong. I was in my mid-20s when I got hired, so it wasn't illegal, but he was a 40-ish old man. Ew, gross. And his, we had never spoken before, him and I. This was our first interaction, and his comment to me was, wow, your phone voice sounds like a 1-900 number voice. I did not understand what that meant until I went home and asked my friend and she told me what that meant. And I was like, that's disgusting. And then it dawned on me, how does he know? <laughs> but yeah, I've been told I have a one nine hundred number voice where like the first 30 seconds are free and then they charge you $5 a minute. Hey, business idea. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I knew this was coming. Fuck. I've thought about it actually quite a bit because I do have such a good voice when I when I turn it on. When you turn it on. When I turn it on. The one nine hundred thing is just uh, only fans without pictures. And that's exactly what I need because I'm still fat. But fuck if you'll find anyone as clever and witty with the voice I have. I can make people fall in love with me just by that. Actually, you have. It's not to say, but I've had, yeah, I have. I've, got, I've pulled some boys along for quite some time without showing my face and had them eaten out of the palm of my hand. Ah, oh, to be young. Ah, uh, yes. 
<laughs> see, this is where I got smart. See, I, f I fell in love with the total package. Because you fell in love with me at the barbecue when I was serving you food. You fell in love with me because I gave you food. No, no, that's not when I fell in love with you. You keep you keep insisting. You keep insisting that I was like, you know, had some sort of weird thing. Somebody mentioned, hey, there's this girl named Shamiza. You'd probably like her. I don't want okay and that was it that's kind of how i was told about you too hey there's this guy that i talked to and i swear to god it's like talking to you but just with, like with a penis and i was like okay <laughs> and then he was like you guys should meet and i was like okay mm -hmm. and then i was like i'm kind of seeing someone and then he was like and that stopped you before i'm like you're right <laughs> <laughs> that's the part of it that you seem to like really clamp onto is that I knew that you existed before. Yeah, you you knew I existed because you had my photo on that shrine that you hid so quickly when I came over. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> the shrine you had of me. <laughs> I, I know all about it. I you have. Can, you can own up to it now. I know it's there. I have one picture of you that I'm currently looking at because it is shrine on my wall. <laughs> like, Do you have candles around it too? No, it's on a you wall. You don't have to. I'm marrying you. <laughs> it's uh, it's underneath one of the the gifts that you gave me, the little the the frame with the little hearts of like where we first met, our first kiss, our first date. Ew, we haven't kissed. Gross. We don't do that. We don't do that. That's right. Yeah. So I should stop probably reading the rest of that. Anyways, um, but yeah, no, your picture is <laughs> over literally there. literally nothing else on it. Oh, there is. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, mid-October. The thing is, is that, you know, I knew you existed. And I will say that you got talked up a lot. And I was, I was just kind of trying to find my, my center so that I could, you know, talk to you. Oh, did he really talk me up that much? Yeah. Did he really have to convince you that hard to, like, date me? No, see, or ask me when out? he mentioned you, we talked about it a couple times. And then I went, you know, it's probably, a, it's not the worst idea. Like, I, I could do that. But then I, the doubt wasn't about you. The doubt was about me. That's why I got, like, buff and then asked you out. Yeah, you were pretty fucking ripped with me, but I'll be, <laughs> yeah. I was the fat boy until about <laughs> 36, which is when I tell people I got in amazing shape when I was 36 years old. I was I was within my BMI, which is ridiculous because I could never get down that far again. I'm never doing that again. That almost fucking killed me. Is that the picture of you in the black shirt? Yes. Okay, you're yeah. way too thin. I had 3% body fat and it was skinny. hard as hell to keep. If it wasn't, it, if, if I stopped drinking water for a couple of days, hot. I'd have like a really nice six pack, but that would have been that would have been it. I would have had to have like start mm. drinking water. I would have had to do that thing that all the guys in Hollywood do when they have that shirtless scene. Stop eating and drinking water for like miles teller you mean when he's on the beach and he just does his yeah, yeah. shoulder shimmy that day. Yeah. 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 put your tongue back in your mouth come on now. <laughs> let's transition out of the magical world that was me in shape you know that long lost time ago and uh, i brought some new stories i'm bringing the news that's okay that means there's hope for me too but go on okay what's in the news today oh i have some very interesting things i think i'll let you pick the order in which we go we have, okay. uh, I can either teach you what LARPing is. I already know what LARPing is. You know what LARPing is? Live action role playing. Holy shit. When did you learn this? What nerd did you date? The Who told you? Excuse me, sir. But um, I'm a very intelligent person when I want to be. Who told you? And that includes LARPing. You're too cool. That's the, pr okay, fine. I have a story of LARPing. I have okay. one about, you know, the, the great fantastic world of the internet and web 3 okay I, I don't know what that is uh 
that's what it'll be explained to you. And, of course, I have a story of murder. Ooh, murder lasts because I can go on for hours about people <clears throat> killing people. All right. So, thing you don't know about or thing that I'm surprised you know about? Um, pick a number between 1 and 10. 6. I should have assigned something before I did that. <laughs> and besides, why am I picking uh, a number between 1 and 10? Go with LARPing. Go with LARPing. All right. Thank you. I, I don't know. It just it felt right. At the time. It felt right at the time. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Just go, let's start with LARPing, because I, I want to feel smart and then make me feel stupid and then let me educate you about murder. So let's okay, go. Okay, fun. Polish people are role-playing as Americans celebrating the 4th of July. So apparently, there's a place in Poland. This is an actual thing. This is an actual thing. There's a place in Poland. In Warsaw. Um, It's, I don't know, let's see, I don't know where it's mentioned. Is Warsaw even in Poland? I believe it is. Uh, remember, don't ask me about geography because it is the only, it is the thing that has. So you can't fucking direct it wherever your life depended on. I it. I can't do directions. I don't know about countries. I just yeah, like geography okay, has escaped me. But apparently, what they do is they get together for a weekend, and everybody dresses up like Americans. They have the American flags. They have the American shirts. They got the truckers' oh my God. hats, Daisy Dukes, and Daisy like the, Dukes. What you call it? The bikinis with the American flag. Oh yeah, Yeehaw, there's several of them. It's actually really. Not only is it really uh, well done, they've even said, "Hey, listen, I know we're trying to portray like the South. They they they've picked a particular trailer park that they're kind of uh, larping as. They're like, we don't want to be like those trailer park boys, and that's when I went. But those are Canadians, so that's fine. They have. So who are they trying to larp with? They're, they're, as Americans, they're, the pictures are amazing. Oh, is it like traditional 4th of July? Like the ones that we crave that we wish Canada Day was like? I like Canada Day. Fireworks, you you know, food. You have events and stuff like that. Nobody dies. It's kind of nice. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I've never actually experienced Canada Day like that, but okay. They celebrate it like there's guys dressed up in like marine fatigues beside american flags where it says god bless america okay i love shit like that you you will catch me on like the patriotism side of it Th there's a woman wearing a tube top that says the nation of wicked cool and awesome jeans there's only two things that these pictures lack in order to be so deep into that LARP that you wouldn't know that this wasn't some sort of sick joke. First of all, what's that? There's a lot of alcohol. They, they have alcohol. They have got, they've got buckets of KFC. They lack the red solo cup. They don't have any red solo cups. Oh, they don't have red solo cups. Okay. That's one of the things. The second thing is, is these people are way too thin to be Americans because Americans. Well, they're European. Yeah. But that's what I mean. They're LARPing as Americans, but they look like the women are attractive. The men are chubby, but not like, you know, frightening. But they're like dad bod hot. Well, yeah. And that's uh, the worst is you get like a, a dad bod, like a guy who used to play football. But now, you know, he has it's been a few years since he really took any kind of physical activity seriously, but he's not in terrible shape. That's about as fat as they get. So if they could just get if they got some roll, red solo cups and just some big fat fuckers, then <laughs> they would be in it. And it's not just that they hang out and drink beer and yell, you know, God bless America. It's not stuff like that. It's the fact that they have storylines. It's about a trailer park, which means they have a storyline about there's like a gang uh, called the Red Hats 
draw whatever conclusions that you want from that. Mm-hmm. Does it say anything about him making anything great again? Yes. Yes. That's that kind of person. But they're so cognizant of this thing that they're like, hey, listen, we understand that we're role playing as people in kind of a southern based community, something involving uh, something involving, you know, some maybe radical ideas, maybe some kind of sticky issues. Uh, if you're going to really role play this and this is only for the role play, if you bring out a Confederate flag you need to tell us it has to be part of the story and we can't have you take pictures of it oh it's monitored racism i when i heard this story it triggered something amazing in me but they're showing the racism but not being racist themselves yeah exactly they're representing well if you're in the south you've got to represent it because it's still so it's still so prevalent hard and fast and true there yeah it's like uh the dukes of hazard uh tv show has the general lee which is named after a confederate general that has the confederate flag on it now i don't think the duke boys were racist i can't can't say that they were or weren't but because the car has the confederate flag on it it's not looked as a good thing and trying to explain this to my buddy is very difficult is trying to tell him that if you know if people of a certain skin tone see that flag they know that it just means that we're gonna fuck you up yeah kind of a little bit They also wanted to make sure that people didn't bring this out because apparently there are some places in Europe, I'm going to say Germany, where if you brought out a swastika, you were going to prison. Yeah, there's like hardcore rules about the Nazis. Germans do not fuck around when it comes to the Nazis. They have laws in place where if you display, if you have memorabilia, if you're not like a fucking museum... You display anything like that, and we find out about it. You're going to prison. Like you're getting arrested. This is illegal. This is like, uh, this is like, uh, you know, having drugs in the Philippines illegal. That bad. Yes, because if they find out that you're a drug dealer, they just kill you. You know that one that uh, that one one of our uh, coworkers. Prime really Minister wants. that said, "Let's just kill them." Yes. Yeah. However, if say say you're a racist, say you're somebody who's uh, of a, a you know, who's white and thinks that they're the greatest thing in Germany, you wouldn't fly the Nazi flag because that gets your your door kicked down by whatever version of the FBI. You fly the Confederate flag. Right. You fly the Confederate flag because it's not illegal. Yet it is actually, in a lot of cases, a harsher symbol of hatred. <laughs> Because when the Nazis were trying to figure out how we can legally take these Jews out of society, they went, you know what? There's two places we can do some research on. You go talk to some guys in India. They have this whole caste system. They've they've managed to hold people down. They use religion. That might work, but it might not. Shit. Um, hang on. Better better idea. Go ask the U.S. And they went to the U.S. and they came back and went, whoa, guys. Like in some places, if you have a, as they say, a drop of black blood in you, you are black. But how would they know that if they don't do DNA testing? It's a family tree thing. You have to prove in in the days in the uh, certain days in Germany that there wasn't any Jewish like grandfather grandmother back as far as five generations or three if they were practicing jewish people if they didn't just have the name of a jewish last name that they were actually practicing jewish people and the americans they had nicknames for people who were a 32nd black and that's how extreme it was so the south had a more extreme system just because of how it was just legally built into it and the nazis went yeah those guys are a little much let's not use the whole thing they've got some good ideas you know let's let's workshop it down a little bit there's meetings that they had where this was the topic of the americans are a little too nuts let's tone it down a bit and let's make it ourselves and look how great the nazis turned out 
fucking terrible human beings that didn't deserve to exist on the planet. But now, if you're German and you want to, you know, hate non-white people, well then, yourself a Confederate flag because it's the same thing as the Nazi one. A lot of people go, no, it's not. Actually, it. if you can fly a Nazi flag beside a Confederate flag and people go, yeah, then yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, just to let everybody know, uh, we're very anti-racist around here. Yeah, kind of have to be. I'm a little bit more vocal about it because I am a I am a middle-heighted, chubby white guy with a shaved head. And there have been times when the guy will come up to me and go, hey, man, nice haircut. And I'm like, it's just a haircut, bro. I don't invite me to one of your rallies. I'm not interested. Don't don't give me any uh, literature from that one political party in Canada. I, I don't want it. You people are terrible. I'm a little quiet about it. I'm just scared for my life. I will be loud and ugly about it. Yeah, I'm just kind of scared for my life. So I don't really say a lot about it straight up. Like, I'm honestly just scared of my life, scared for my life. And uh uh, that's and that's fine because uh, they mess with you they mess with me and remember i have all that repressed you know rage from the last 45 years of my life that i've just kind of pushed down into like a you know a sphere i'm pretty sure if one day they figure out how to to uh, make cold fusion possible it'll be using the pushed down emotions of men and then we could power the world and the universe for the mm. rest of eternity this place in in Poland they perform it so well they have storylines you have to be like if you're there you're like oh this is the group I want to be one of the red hats but I want to be one of the ones that just kind of fell into it and who's still undecided mm. like who still kind of thinks that maybe this isn't right but you know they don't have anybody else so these are the stories that they develop for this thing and it is fascinating for me if you look this up on the internet the pictures are amazing they're nigh indistinguishable there's a shaven headed ginger dude with a big fucking beard kind of beard that goes like right down to his collarbone sweet with like fucking he's got he, he's got the aviators on he's got a bandana on he's got tattoos you know this sounds really cool in theory but like just sitting here listening to you like talk about it it sounds just as boring as like regular larping <laughs> Sorry, uh, true, like, true. But the normal the, the, it's the subject. It's the yeah, subject no, yeah, matter. It's the it's subject the matter is very interesting. But just the idea of LARPing just sounds just as stupid as it does in real life. This is coming from a non-nerd person. This this one's nerdy, but I'm trying to I'm trying to use my nerdiness to warn people. NFT collector sells pixel art toad at a one million dollar loss. This guy in 2021 bought an NFT, a piece of shit, whatever. <laughs> Um, from the Crypto Toads variety. He bought it for $1.5 million. That's when you know you have too much money. Sorry, $1.05 million. Still too much money. Yeah. And on June 13th, he finally sold it for 8300 Who's a dumbass that's still buying NFTs? <laughs> dumbasses. And that's the problem. I still want you to do our NFT. <laughs> I don't even want to get it. Well, forget NFT. I think I could make really good money just off the prints. We could sell it on our Patreon page. The the thing is, is in the beginning, the idea of the mm. NFT sounded fantastic. A way for an artist, especially somebody artistically inclined. Yeah, I'm not blessed. Be able to create things and say, this one I created is for you and you alone. And you will have proof that you yourself own this. Because that's how art makes money. Art is made and then it is the provenance that proves that it's important and that it's real. Who owned it before you did? Who owned it before they did? That's fine. Because if you just find a painting in like a thrift store and go hey look it's a jackson pollock nobody gives a shit a 35 40 million dollar painting that you bought for 18 dollars is just basically going to be worth 
maybe if somebody takes pity on you, they'll throw a million at you because it's, it, it, you know, it was part of a documentary. Like that's about all you'll get. The idea of NFTs was a great idea in the beginning. And then of course, because it involved money, everybody lost their shit and just fucking did it. They were selling NFTs of everything. There's NFTs of music. There's an NFT, there's an Aboard Apes TV show they want to do, which they can't because they can't get by legally because the Bored Apes collection is basically one ape with a bunch of different colored hats and different expressions. And one lawyer pointed out that this is on the TV show and or the, the monkey grabs something. Well, if he grabs this particular item, that looks like this uh, board ape because it's holding this item or it has this eye color or it has this expression. People could literally sue you because you're using their NFT by just pausing it and going, see, that matches mine because it's the same shirt. It's the same hat. But it's smiling instead of frowning Jesus. or whatever the fuck. And it was such a great idea. And, and it, yeah, when you when I first heard about NFTs, it sounded like an amazing thing. Like, it sounded really cool. I was actually really intrigued by it. And then I saw just how disproportionate it was becoming. Like, people were drawing. There's people on TikTok who were drawing, like, cactuses and selling them for $200. And I was like, it's a fucking cactus drawn yeah. on Procreate. Yeah, and then people got smart because then they were like, yeah, but I don't know how to draw. Well, you know what I could do, though, is I could take other people's artwork and I could just copy it. I know somebody who bought an NFT, which is the 3D print of, uh, I believe it's her name is Naomi Cyborg Wu. Uh, she is a uh, she's a maker and uh, a very top heavy individual um, who's basically like a giant nerd with giant boobs. And he bought the NFT 3D print of her body, which was actually just somebody else bought it. And then he started just reproducing it in his own NFT collection. And there's not shit they can do about it. That's fucked up. The NFTs were a great idea. And then people did stuff like this. Uh, they thought they could do like they did with houses where it's like, hey, I bought this house for $50,000, you know, 36 years ago. Let me flip it. I can sell it for $1.8 million and nobody else can afford it. Now people are fighting over it and it, only the richest of the rich get houses. Oh, yeah, that, that's great. As soon as you see something as an investment. That's, and if it's not like I'm investing in myself, that's when the, the, the shady shit is, will eventually mm -hmm. hit the fan. I'm investing in myself this year. Well, I did invest in myself this year quite a bit, actually. Yeah. And I realized just by investing in myself how hard I have to work right now because I may have over-invested and it worked out really well for me. I'm really tired. Yeah. Well, you better get some energy back. We got two shows this weekend. No, we only have one show this weekend. Only the Friday? Only the Saturday. Saturday. Next yeah, week. Saturday. We Sorry. Friday is the celebration. Next week is two. Anyway. <laughs> Get excited. Investing in yourself is great. Investing in something so that you can hold on to it, which is probably why I have such a big dislike of my buddy's Star Wars collection. The thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars he spent on Star Wars. That's not even actually worth anything, you mean? Uh, because of the same problem, like with the NFTs, where people are just like, oh, but put together this you know, like $300 thing. I'm kind of curious as to whether or not his stuff is real half the time. I can, I can go on right now record here and tell you that half of it's probably not real or it's not as exclusive as he thinks it is yeah because of the pr simply yeah. by what he's paying for it yeah i'm gonna say half of it is or so i'm gonna say about a quarter of it is actually just people ripping him off just ripping him off like outright then another 25 percent is stuff that's actually worth something but 
probably not nearly as much as he paid for it. And then the other stuff is just like a mishmash. Like he has one stormtrooper that's rainbow colored because when they print out the parts for the when they're doing the 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 figure, they sometimes go, "Oh, I like this," but they don't want to they don't want to like make it look cool yet. They want to like, "Oh, okay, well, his arm I think his arm should be like like this instead of like that, or we should put less sleeve on his coat or more sleeve on his coat or something like that. And then they kind of go through iterations of it. But you could also create the same thing with a 3D printer. Yes, nothing's confirmed. It could be worth something, but it also could very likely not be worth anything. Yeah, and that's where it lies. Like, I have one thing that might be worth money, and I'm pretty sure it's not. But I bought it because I really liked it. And I've actually done the the faux pas of opening it up and looking at it. Dumbass. Yeah, I know. But it's not like I bought it for thousands of dollars and I'm expecting to get tens of, tens of thousands of dollars. I bought a collection of comic books from R. Crumb when I was 18 years old. Who's R. Crumb? Uh, Robert Crumb is an underground artist from the 60s who basically is considered the godfather of underground comics because he brought all these guys who were doing art and stuff like that together in the Haight-Ashbury district of San Francisco. They created this art form that I'd like to say in some respects is actually kind of a precursor to graffiti, but it was, they did everything. They did. Everything was about sex and drugs and and violence and that whatever you you shouldn't draw, they drew. And it was to call it out. He's an underground legend. And this was his earliest work. Like some of the stuff in this, in, in this collection was from when he was like a child and he and his brother used to just make comics about it. Used to make comics about his cat. That's where the cartoon character Fritz the Cat came from, and the Fritz the Cat. I don't know who that is either. Those those who know know. If you know, you know. I don't think that I'm ever going to sell it at a profit. Somebody gives me the money that I paid for it back. I'd be like, sweet. Maybe after he dies, it'll be worth more money. But I'm just like, ah, I don't, I don't care. Like all my comic books as a kid were read severely, <laughs> so none of them or any good yeah if you're buying something as an investment it kind of stirs that whole like i don't know about that man like your hobby shouldn't be buying things to make money off all right so what's your last story because we got to wrap it up here i want to get your take on the woman who wrote how to murder your husband who ended up going to prison i don't know this what there's a woman who self-published a romance novel called how to murder your husband she was sentenced to life in prison for murdering her husband. I know it's a shock. I mean, it's a twist. She wrote the book before or after she murdered her husband? Uh, before. Then, then it's first degree murder because she essentially planned it. It was premeditated. The story is a self-published romance novelist who once wrote an online essay called How to Murder Your Husband was sentenced to uh, sentenced to on life. Monday to life yeah. in prison with the possibility of parole for murdering her husband in his workplace in Portland four years yeah. ago. She shot the dude. And that's how she did it in her book too? But the thing that made me laugh is the case drew national attention because of the essay that she penned years earlier, but the piece was not permitted as evidence in the trial. Hmm. Interesting. As she bought a gun at a gun show, and the gun show that you go to buy guns, not when you know you take off your. <laughs> Welcome to the gun show. I'm gonna be doing that all summer. Not that one. She went to a gun show and bought a ghost gun because she was preparing something for a future 
novel. So she thought, oh, I'll just go out and buy a gun. So yeah, she wrote the book. Uh, she she wrote something on how to kill your husband. Then her husband just mysteriously gets his head shot in at his business. And it's real weird. He had this rather large insurance payout. Mm. I mean, Shocker. I mean, you know, pure coincidence. I know some people who listen to a lot of murder podcasts and uh, who listen to news stories and uh, who are a woman who, you know, this is their <laughs> thing. That TikTok where that woman is just like bopping around her house and she's just like doing the dishes and her husband looks at her and goes, oh. And then you cut over to her and in, all you hear is the what she's listening to. And it's, her eyes were cut off. Her lips were cut off. Her legs were cut off. That one. Yes. <laughs> what do you want my take on it, though? I think it's pretty cut and dry to me. She wrote a novel years ago about how she's going to do it. And then she mm -hmm. got busted for it because she went through yeah. with it. To me, that's that's criminology 101. It's premeditated. It's murder one. I know that you wouldn't be this sloppy. Fuck no. I would never write it down and then execute it the exact same way. That's her. Pro that was her problem was she wrote it down because that that now automatically makes it premeditated. She's written a plan. She has a written plan. She has a manifesto. That's it. She's done. Murder one automatically. And they're not going to take it off the table. She's not going to get manslaughter. She's going to get murder one because she wrote it down. Mm. Now, if you were smart, yeah. like OJ. Now, I'm not a fan of OJ. But I'm going to go ahead and say that he, this was brilliant here. Oh, we all know he killed Nicole. Like, everyone knows. Like, you're fucking stupid if you don't. And Ron. Like, you know he killed Nicole. But he wrote the book, If I Did It, This Is How I Would Do It, 30 years later. It's double jeopardy. You can't charge him for it now. But that is... No, not 30 years later. Well, but you know yeah, what I mean. He, he published it years and years later. It's double jeopardy. He can't get in trouble for it. But he wrote a book about how he would kill his wife. And it happened to be exactly what happened. I mean, really? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's exactly I what I think happened. it's all the pieces that we didn't know. He put them in place for us. But, this I mean, sloppy. It, very sloppy. First mistake, writing it down, talking about it, even mentioning that this is something that's a thought that's going through your head. No one can read minds. If you're planning something, keep a mental checklist. It's as simple as that. Do not... Write it down anywhere. Do not share that news to anyone. If you were going to kill somebody, do not have an accomplice because accomplice is a liability. Always on your own. Always, always, always on your own. And get ready to live with that guilt. And you can't share it with anybody. You can do a deathbed confession. But you need to live with that for the rest of your life if you don't want to go to jail. And it That's is true. I can't wait for my deathbed confession. <sighs> the movie. Kung Pao was the greatest film ever created. Oh my god. And then I pat. You just gave your deathbed confession. It's over. That's fine. You need a new confession. Uh, I'm going to yell that from the rooftops. You were talking about how you love Waterboy. I love Kung Pao Enter the Fit. And for every time you're like, come watch Twilight with me. And I'm like, no. Hey, Twilight. It's a generational movie, okay? I'm rewatching it right now. No. I started and I can't stop yeah, now. You're, oh, you're coming over? Like, if you were like, hey, Let's watch all the Harry Potters. I'd be like, I'm Yo, down. Yo, Doug, bro. why are you worried? We watch Harry Potter during Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. It's that and uh, yes. Die Hard. We watch all that during Christmas time. <laughs> all those yeah. Christmas movies. But Twilight, but just once in a while, you need a sappy, terribly written, horribly no. acted romance. And I happened to start watching it on Saturday. And I, 
I played the first movie and then I was like, oh shit, what the fuck have I done? Because now I need to watch all of them. So today I, uh, before we started recording, I've watched half of the first part, half of the part one of Breaking Dawn. Um, She's pregnant. Jacob has now banded and made his own little wolf pack with Seth and Leah. And, um... What? I'm sorry. I'm still talking. So you can go back to bed. Sorry. I'm talking to my fans who know what Twilight's all about. And uh, she's very pregnant and she looks very scary. And she's all just skin bones because the baby, we all know the baby wants blood because she's. Doesn't she always look The baby scary? is half vampiris. Dios. Vampiris. I think you're confusing your TV shows. <laughs> no, no, because it's, it's half. Vampiris. Dios. Vampiris. Dios. No, it's not the Vampire Diaries, but we know the baby's vampire and wants blood, and that's how she's gonna feel better. So we're just I'm I'm halfway through it. I wish I could finish it tonight, but it's already past my bedtime. It's nine seventeen. My ass is old. I still have to wash my hair, mm-hmm. and then I haven't decided if I'm gonna go to the gym tomorrow or not. Because well, do you go to the gym on your birthday? No. Yeah, because I was going to say, guess whose birthday it is tomorrow? <laughs> guess who's a whole 29 years old? Because if I That's say anything right, else. right, because we're 40 me. years apart. No, we're 20 years apart. I don't know. Like, the, the weird thing is, is that, you know, you say that we're 20 years apart. I've done the math. That's not that's not what the, the math, math says. says. I'm and in my 20s. You're, you're in your 40s. Your best friend and I are, are, you know, of the same birth year. And yet she's 29 and I'm 45. I don't know how things work anymore. Well, you're just an so, old fart. What, you know, like, so apparently it's that new math. That new math. It's new math. Right no up. one fucking understands new math. So just let it go, right. honey. Don't worry about it. Okay. You're dating a girl in her 20s. That's all that matters. But, um, <laughs> No, I'm good. It is my birthday. I dated a girl in my. Tw- uh, uh, yes. You did. You dated me when I was and, in my twenties. Uh, you know. Yes. Yes. When you were constantly twenty nine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long but. ass pause. Because don't bring up garbage in this podcast, okay? It's my podcast. We don't talk about garbage. Your birthday card from my parents is in my backpack, ready to roll for tomorrow. So Yay. come hell or high water, and even if the high water, because I have the waterproof backpack, it's coming. I'm excited for my birthday card. But yes, it is my birthday tomorrow. Whoa, you're cutting out big time here, bud. Hey, you're cutting out there, bud. Sweet. But yeah, it's my birthday tomorrow. That's um, okay. I have I'll edit zero it out to make it sound like I'm okay, fine. I'll just redo everything. I'll just watch. I'll just sit there and listen. What do you mean you're going to sit there and listen for what? You're cutting out. Duplicate all my goods. Something's happening. You're cutting out bad. I, I, I guess this is a good time to end it then. Well, everybody, I don't know if uh, anybody can hear Shamiza, but uh, I think that's pretty much where we end it. You guys have a good day. Uh, she's going to have a good day tomorrow because it's her birthday. Anyways, you guys have a great week. We will talk at you later. And from Shamiza and I, we both say good night and we're out.